Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Amazon Data Dudes. I'm your host, Will Christensen. Uh, we have Brandon Checkets here. Welcome. Hey, good to be here, Will. Thanks. Brandon is the founder of Seller Labs and a current owner there. Um, we also have Gilad from VAA, an agency that specializes specifically in Amazon-centric VAs. He's going to go in and describe that a little bit more, but welcome. Thank you very much for having me. And then you got it right, the name. Hey, yeah, we were, we were practicing earlier and yeah, I was yeah. saying all sorts of the wrong way of how to say uh, Gilad's name. You know, he, he said, it's okay. You know, if I had a penny for every podcast that they, they've called me the wrong version of my name, you know, he'd be very rich. So. On different podcasts and then they call me and they say, okay, how should I, because I listened to you over there, you're Gilad and then you're Gil and then you're, yeah. So, so okay, the actual name is Gilad. So you said it right. Gilad. Awesome. Well, Gilad, tell us what does VAA do? I probably slaughtered it. it they probably do something totally different or, <laughs> or somewhat different than what I just said. But you tell us what what does VAA do? And yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. So I mean, uh, first of all, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Gilad. I'm the, the founder and the CEO of uh, VAA Philippines. What we do is we recruit virtual assistants from the Philippines, and then we train them to work with Amazon sellers. We're an Amazon-focused company. Everything we do is Amazon, uh, and uh, and uh, all of our VAs are all Filipinos. We recruit them ourselves in our in a very long process in order to find the best ones out there with the best motivation, the best skills, uh, the best uh, capabilities of learning complicated things, and apply them without mistakes, uh, eagerness to learn and advance, and so on. And uh, usually after a process of, of two months, we're left with about 1% of the applicants. And that 1% is joined uh, VAA and goes to the next step, which is the training. And at that point, we divide them between the different departments that any seller would need VAs for. For example, we have VAs dedicated for PPC. We have VAs dedicated for social media. And what we did together, which we'll, we'll talk uh, in a minute, is is training our VAs specifically uh, on uh, Seller Central and on uh, all the data that is relevant uh, to Amazon sellers. So that's exactly what we uh, what we do. And uh, we continue to support our VAs also on every day on on all the new updates on Amazon, new features, new tools. And so they always keep updated and and progress with their knowledge on Amazon, which is always changing, obviously. So tell me how, I mean, I know a lot of people who are in the, the VA uh, world, in the staffing space. What got you, I mean, why why the Philippines and, and how did you end up getting there? I think I asked you this when we were at the Prosper show and I was like, so you must be like somewhere close over there to the Philippines. And you're like, I'm in Israel. And I was like, wait, what? Okay, yeah. hold on. How did this how did this come together? So so tell us, how, how did you end up there? Yeah, so most people think that when I'm talking to them on the phone that I'm, I'm in the Philippines at the moment. I do go back and forth to the Philippines quite a lot, um, but uh, I'm actually talking to you now from Israel. And uh, it all started me being an Amazon seller. I mean, this is how it all started. I started selling on Amazon in 2015 uh, and uh, private label, created my own, uh, like, like uh, you know, the, the good old days, creating manufacturing in China, selling uh, camping equipment uh, for Amazon sellers in the US. Uh, at that time, it was different than today, obviously. It grew uh, very fast, the business. I needed VAs. I needed, I needed help because I, I found myself doing everything myself without being having the time to do everything. And many things got neglected, neglected, sorry. And, and other things I was not even aware that somebody can do for me. And, um, and little by little, I started hiring VAs to help me in my, uh, in my Amazon business. 
and um and and I, and I i was horrible in in doing it i was horrible in finding vas every time that i thought that i found the right va she turned he or she they they turned to disappear give excuses why they cannot work anymore or why you know they there is a typhoon or internet connection problem and 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 so on and um and i discovered that i i i completely did not understand what it means to find good people in the philippines how to find good vas how to train them how to make them stay with you for years and really be dedicated to your company eventually we became really good in that and people started to ask us okay can you help us to find our vas and then this is how va developed so from an amazon seller i i became focused on recruiting vas and, and training them on amazon for the things that i needed as a seller yeah i think most most uh, business owners are really very bad at hiring people it's especially hiring people remotely in a different culture definitely and and i think the reason is that we look I, at least I did, and and that was my biggest uh, problem. I I look too much into what they say about themselves, you know, how they want to be uh, uh, viewed, and and you know, you read their resumes, you post an ad on on Facebook on online jobs, that doesn't matter where, and you get three hundred people applying, and and they will all, you know, surprisingly claim to be experts on the field with twenty years experience, knowing everything about Amazon, and then. You know, in the interview, even in the interview, or if you give them a test, they will pass the test. They they will look perfect in the interview because they will already know what to say and how to say it. Convince you know to convince you, but then it doesn't tell you anything about their actual potential. Uh, it doesn't tell you like that they're here to stay, that they're not going to disappear, that they're really like motivated and so on. And and this is what we do now. We recruit them not based on what they say about their experience, not based on what they write over there, but more. I mean, they could be complete newbies. But we'll train them. We'll give them the right training. We'll support them. And then when you have somebody who's like really, really like an A player, they would pass all the B, C players like this, and they would stay with you for years. So that's that's the Love reason it. why it works good. So I mean, obviously, you solved your own problem and then decided, hey, you know what? Enough people are asking me this question. This sounds like a recurring theme. I. I Brandon is a, a a a business owner in his own right, a parallel entrepreneur. Brandon, have you have you seen that pattern as well for you? You know, solving your own problem and then oh you know, yeah, turning my, around. my businesses tend to go from one thing to another. It's a it's a I become my own first uh, my own first customer for the next business. So that's a very common thing that I that I found. It's like oh, I've got a little little need that I have here, a little something I developed here that's actually a, has a wider audience or so we turn that into another product or another business. We're going to pull this around. Um, we are Amazon data dudes here uh, at Seller Labs and we love um, Amazon data. Um, we Well, we love making sure that it looks right. Um, we, we don't always love exactly how it comes out, um, but, but today we're going to kind of talk about the intersection of people and data. Um, obviously, uh, Galad's here and he has a, a really awesome look into like why it's important to have, you know, the same VA over and over and the turnover. And, and a lot of the reason why that turnover hurts you is because there's data that, you know, they have that they take with them. Right. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the intersection of people and data and especially on Amazon today. So I'm going to open the floor and just, I want to hear you know, from Brandon and from uh, Galad, when you think about the intersection of uh, people and data and, and why it's important to uh, consider data in the hiring process, 
why it's important to consider how people interact with data. What, what comes to mind? What, what thoughts or advice would you have for Amazon sellers as you consider, um, you know, data and people and trying to mix them? Uh, well, I'll, I'll start it with a little bit. So I think that one of the things that we've found is that people often have a mental model of how things are like laid out, how things are categorized, what names are. Uh, and a, a lot of times um, that's doesn't sometimes the Amazon's data is specifically complicated. It doesn't line up the way that you think. So there's a lot of times that you have to sort of use the right words and the right terminology to mean the right things. Um, for example, the word category, it has like 18 different meanings, depending on what where you're talking about it. At. There's some of these things that just you need to be very specific about it or the word review or feedback like these things mean different things, depending on which context you're talking about. So having like a common understanding of what those uh, da dangerous words or complicated words are and being able to describe those specifically and talk about them when you're communicating so you're not confusing one with the other. Like a company glossary, essentially. Like like if you're if we're calling it a review, this is what a review is. If we're calling it a category, it's the category of the child ASIN and, the, you know, like, like yeah. a, a common language, so to speak, deeper than just, hey, we all speak English or we all speak Spanish. This is mm -hmm. like you know, when we speak English and we use this word, this is the data point. We yeah, it's like a, the, the dictionary that describes what meaning of that word that you have. And we try to, at Seller Labs, we try to like make those unambiguous so that it's more obvious what you're talking about when you're talking about one of them. So, um, but there are, there is a lot of ways you can get uh, in dangers there. And then the other thing is, is the sort of like the shape of the data that you get from Amazon is not always the shape that you kind of want it in. And so if you have data that's, you know, and especially when you're talking about summarizing data and like da grouping data by certain things. Like if you're talking about advertised data, ad data in the, in, the, in the realm of advertising is usually a subset of the data in the realm of like the Amazon business reports or the order reports. So um, knowing like at what level you're sort of talking about it in and in what context around there is helps as well. So making sure that you've got some clear understanding around those uh, contexts when you're discussing them. Well, I think that... Um, uh... Data is something that uh, very little uh, sellers really understand and the value of it. I think it's one of the, probably the most important thing. The one the, the sellers that they have, you know, understanding of the of the data and and how to use it correctly. They are the ones that uh, pass their competitors. And uh, and uh, the problem is that it, it's a lot of times it's in your way because if you look at the courses, I'm not going to name specific ones, but if you look at the courses that train people of how to become Amazon sellers, it will always focus on how to sell more, how to you know to do your PPC and how to do your uh, 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 funnels and and social media and, and and influencers and all that. Very little will be spoken about how to get the right data and how to really understand where you are and where you're going. And and then once you start selling, then you're always into putting out fires. You know, you're trying to, you know, if there's a negative review, you handle this. If there's a problem with your PPC, you handle that. But understanding data, understanding how to use it in order to understand how to make it better, how to really improve for the long run is something that usually on the everyday you know, world, we don't have time for it. And um, and because of the nature of our activity, we're working a lot with big sellers and that they hire teams of VAs to help them on their Amazon uh, business. And then we see that the bigger the seller is, the more they understand the value of, of getting the right data. And they're, they're all, this is, we see that these are the tasks they're giving their VAs. You know, they have VAs that are dedicated for that, you know, to gather the right information, to present it to them in, in the right reports so they could see uh, you know how they can take it and 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 move forward faster 
compared to just you know working and doing whatever they did again and again and again and and not having time to these complicated things that are is called data and they don't have time to even learn how it works so i i would definitely say that's that what distinguish between the big sellers and and the, the new ones that focus on on the everyday activity. So I, I want to ask this question to both of you. As you consider, you know, Brandon talked about uh, a common dictionary or making sure that you understand the shape of the data. And obviously, Galad, you talked about using VAs or using your team to really put importance on that data and bring it in and, and show it to you in the right way. Can you think of a, of a common mistake or pothole that you've seen Amazon sellers run into um, and and how to get around it. A, a common thing that people are like, oh my gosh, like everybody thought that this was named that or, you know, in this situation um, where where we're talking about, you know, uh, the under importance or over importance of data. Are there, are there specific reports that come to mind that might be more or less important for an Amazon seller to, 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 to be aware of that they may not already be aware of? I mean, I can tell you, we've, we've done a lot of deep analyses on some of these things because we have, you know, we built software that kind of pulls in all this data over and over again. And one of the things we were surprised to learn that like the Amazon, the child, the everybody calls it the Amazon business reports, but it's essentially the child traffic by child ASIN report. It's downloaded in Seller Central. Like the numbers on that actually change every day for up to a couple of weeks after the after a sale occurs. So we see a lot of people that are or a lot of agencies that use this and whatever. They're, they're downloading the reports and then generating um, some, you know, they're reporting off of that. And then you'll go to the same report another day and some of the net, some of the numbers are different. So that's a kind of a tricky thing thing to have to deal with is to figure out how to do that. And one of the great things about creating these processes that are repeatable about that is we're able to identify what those were because we did exactly the same thing every day. Uh, and then when you've got this this sort of process in mind, your your VAs or whoever you have doing that for you can just follow your steps. And that's the that's the great thing I think about what, what VAA does is they they, they get us uh, like a very step-by-step procedure that's you know pretty easy to follow and do the same thing every day. So it's it makes it very um, consistent and reliable to do. What about you, Galad? Any potholes that you've seen is you've seen people deploy VAs or or potholes around data gathering or or people management well, I can just, data. I, I can pretty much just focus on PPC, for example. I mean, on PPC you have those sellers that they were doing everything by themselves, and then usually they focus on the bids and the ACOS and uh, and they would have very little time to go deeper into the history and and understanding and 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 really like seeing the the, the change in the reports from. Uh, uh, you know, one time to the other. And then when you have a, a dedicated VA to do it, and we actually did the, a case study on, on this, and we showed the difference between when, when a seller is managing his own uh, PPC compared to when uh, when a VA is managing the, the PPC for him. And, and the difference was not necessarily in the knowledge of the VA compared to the knowledge of the seller. It was the fact that the VA, that's their job. They know that this is, you know, they have a procedure, like you said, an SOP. So they know that on Tuesday, this is what they do, and they they go and they download this report. They go over it, and and when you have somebody who's dedicated to doing things according to specific uh, procedure, then suddenly you pick up new search terms. You you see things that you, you never thought that you would do because you, you never looked into uh, all the older reports. So we we have this all the time coming from sellers that are using our PPCBAs saying, okay, now I I start to see the, a difference just because simply have somebody who's dedicated to downloading the reports, getting the information from there. And this is why I think uh, it was such a good you know, cooperation that we did together because it, it allowed the VAs to really understand and, and, and how to get more and more information uh, from Amazon 
uh, which, like I said, it's sometimes it's very sticky to get this information. But once you have it, and how to use it correctly and and, and improve the sales. Yeah, the other thing that I, the other thing that I want to throw out there too has to go go right along with these processes. Is there some? I know a lot of sellers who are like the they're like the Amazon genius, and they kind of understand all these things. And too much is reliant on them. So I, I know some sellers are like once every quarter, or once every year, they go in and make this spreadsheet and update all these values, and then they kind of run their business for the rest of the year on it. But it's very it's very expensive in terms of their time to put together. This complicated sheets and they'd never really describe how to do it to anybody else. So it's always, it always falls back onto them. And one of the things you can do is once you understand how to get the data reliably and repeatedly, and you can make a process around it, then you can have a VA, like you're saying, do it every week rather than the process that was used to be done once a month to optimize this. You can now have somebody do it for in 15 minutes or something once a week. And now, now you get updated, reliable data on a, on a weekly basis rather, rather than doing that once a year. And we've seen that particularly um, complicated with like Amazon changes fees four or five times a year. And if you don't pay attention to those fee updates, like, you know, one one month you're you're profitable and the next month you're not because of some fees that's changed somewhere or, you know, advertising getting out of control is another very common one is like, we're, we're hitting this ACOS goal, but we're not hitting the ROAS goal or, or, or the uh, TACOS goal or something like that. When you've got these processes that are well-defined that somebody who's dedicated to it can do, in, you know, on a usually pretty quick 15 minutes or something, you get um, a lot better data, a lot better analyses more consistently. I, I think so that, I, I think that, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I have an Amazon seller friend who in her business, and this was literally uh, over the last year, she was so focused on, actually it was, so it was last year when, when there, there were some huge changes last year in fee, she missed the March fee change and it cost her business over $10,000 j- just because she didn't raise her prices uh, to match some of what's there. And so she didn't have somebody who's dedicated to watch and look at that. Just like, just like, just like Galad was saying, as you, as you pick that apart, I I used to work at an Amazon advertising agency and I was the guy who was in charge of managing those, those campaigns. And I did a daily health check. I called it the DHC. And, and I had a spreadsheet where I went down and I looked at the performance, the click through rate for every single one of those campaigns every single day. And when, and it was crazy how often it was like, okay, yesterday's click through rate was this. And today's click through rate was, whoa, wait, half? What happened? And I'd go in and I'd see that, you know, somebody, the, the keywords had changed or the, the placement had changed or something was different about the wording or, or invariably something shifted. And so you could see those trends, like you said, because there was someone who's dedicated and I eventually automated that, which is something that actually Seller Labs, uh, you know, we have a a product called Data Hub that the VAs are actually training on. Galad mentioned a a joint effort and I wanted to just give some color around that. The VAs at VAA are now um, trained and certified on a product that um, that is brand new at Seller Labs called Data Hub. And basically what this thing does is it automatically takes any data inside Amazon and puts it into your dashboard of choice, whether that's a Google spreadsheet or an Excel spreadsheet or a Power BI business intelligence tool, whatever you're, you're wherever you're looking for that end destination, that's what it's available. So SQL, API, all of the above. Very, very fascinating to see those daily health checks get automated. Yeah, I, I love it. And uh, and uh, I wanted to say, uh, uh, to complete what Brandon said that, uh, before, I mean, there is even a name for it. They they, they call it the, the Superman syndrome. The Superman syndrome means that, and, and you see it really like on, on e-commerce, because uh, if, if you see somebody like, uh, 
out there in in the in the actual world outside of the, of the internet, you know, opening like a restaurant or something like that, they would never think that they could do everything by themselves. You know, they would know from the day one that they have to invest money into renting a place and decorating it and and hire a chef and waiters and so on. So it's all you you know from day one that you have to invest into delegating you know stuff to to other people. However. Um, the fact that everything is just in front of us on the computer, then we tend to forget this and we tend to think that we can do things by ourselves all the time. And what happens usually, especially when you start to grow and the business works well, is that eventually you start to neglect because you see that you don't have time to do everything yourself. So instead of doing, you know, the PPC like every every second day or every day even, uh, or like you, like you mentioned, going over exactly to, to check the, uh, the CDR or everything, then and then you're doing it once in a week and then once in two weeks and once in, in, in a month. And and eventually you're really like focusing only on the things that you know that would cause pain to your business. And you forget that, you know, you should have somebody delegated to do that, to sit every day for two hours a day and, and doing only that, working on the SOPs, working on the on collecting data, reporting to you, uh, putting it into the right formats and, and, and everything. And that's the way that business should work. That's the way that, you know, you really advance from one day to the other. Otherwise, you know, that Superman in the end get, you know, gets tired, basically. It's uh, it's kind of that Atlas shrugs thing where, you know, you, you, Atlas is holding yeah. the world and eventually like you're just going to get crushed. There's no way to uh, to to take all of that on forever. I want to shift the conversation here just a little bit. One of the key groups of people that the Data Hub uh, tool is built for is Amazon agencies or service providers. So think um, e-commerce uh, accountants and uh, e-commerce you know, PPC agencies or full service ad agencies. I know, Galad, that there are um, agencies, I'm aware of a couple, uh, that are using um, VAA and getting involved in that. What, as you consider some of what that looks like, what what advice would you have? It, it, you know, obviously, you know, as a seller versus an agency and, and kind of those different pieces, do they, are they in need of help in the same way for VAs? Yeah, the difference I think is that they're already in a, in a stage where they understand the value of having, you know, other people helping you in your, in your business. With with sellers, we should either invest effort into under, explaining to them why they should hire VAs, why a VA is better than you doing everything yourself. And, and maybe in the beginning you think like, I don't know what I can give my VA to do. Don't worry, it will come because you start to give things to your VA. Suddenly you have free time to do other things that are more important than in your level of, of, of pay. And, and with agencies, they already know this. They already know that they uh, they know how to do it. They know that the, the more VAs, trained VAs that they can have, uh, uh, the better it is for them. And then what we see is we, they have dedicated personnel that are in, in a management level. And then these managers, they work with VAs. So one VA could actually help, you know, even several accounts and, and, and working under their procedures and getting the information and preparing things for the decision makers. So the decision makers, instead of, doing the actual stuff every day themselves, they're repeating things that takes forever. Even if it could be just, you know, calling Amazon and waiting half an hour on the phone, you know, to, to change something over there or to fix a problem, then you have, you have these people dedicated to that and, and getting the information and, and working on that. And then the managers could focus on getting the, the, the data, getting the information, making the decisions, moving on to the next thing. So we, we definitely see this. We work with a lot of agencies and aggregators 
that are using RBAs uh, to handle a lot of accounts. And uh, the more they know how to work with VAs, you can see that they they handle more accounts and they get better results for their customers. Interesting. So key to that process sounds like finding the things only you can do, whether you're an Amazon seller or an agency, and especially in the agency space. I mean, the whole point is that you've now grown to help multiple people. And so when you're helping multiple people, you're now no longer doing this for one business, you're doing this for 10 businesses. So the number of repeated tasks like downloading data from Amazon is going to exponentially go up, right? And so those are those are those sorts of things that that you can hand to that BA is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, even for myself, I mean, I uh, and and for my uh, company, I always think about a certain task. I mean, is this something that only me could handle uh, with my knowledge, with my experience, with uh, uh, you know, my level of decision making or Somebody else with the right training, with the right attitude, with the right you know level that I can trust. But somebody else can do this task for me. If the answer is yes, somebody else could do it under the right uh, circumstances, then I would immediately delegate this to somebody else. I would ask myself, why am I doing it? I, I should be focusing only on the things that only me, as the owner of the company, as the CEO, uh, uh, can you know these decisions are, are mine to to take. And then basically, you're starting to develop your business in your payroll, you know, in, in your pay level, I would say, instead of doing things that somebody else could do for $5 an hour. Yeah, it's kind of the difference between having a job and having a business. If you have a job, you can just keep busy with stuff all day long. But when you have a business, I think a lot of parts of that business is developing those processes and developing the team that can do that for you so that you are not the bottleneck or the single point of failure for a lot of stuff. So those Superman people, if you're listening and you're thinking, I'm not one of those guys, if you got hit by a car tomorrow, would the whole business fail? If that's true, you're a Superman. I, I mean, I hate to tell it to you, but but that's that's what it means, right? And, and honestly, I I am very guilty of like my my own um, ego. Really, really um, used to enjoy. I still enjoy, and I've I've gotten better at letting go of being the center of attention for all of the things that go on there. And, and I had to stop and start asking myself, am I the best person to be doing this? But honestly, it was so difficult to remember when to ask myself that question. So, so as a seasoned parallel entrepreneur from Brandon and, and from Galad, you know, as a Amazon seller who has now, you know, shifted into running basically a delegation company to some degree or another, right? What do you do any hacks that you are aware of for reminding yourself to ask that question? Am I the best person to be doing this? Yes, yeah, so I think I, I think this is exactly the, the the question that you should ask yourself. You should make all the process and all the procedures. And and I think that the key is not to be afraid to delegate. I think the idea is that we tend to think that we are the ones that can get things perfect, and other people would not get things perfect. And, and that's correct. I mean, we would be doing things better than any, everybody else because it's our business. However, if, like we said, if we do everything ourselves, it will be perfect and it will be small. If we want to grow, then uh, you have to accept sometimes even 80% of perfection, but having other people doing it. And then you'd, you'd always think, where is the bottleneck? Am I the bottleneck? Am I, am I stopping it? Uh, and then moving forward, we have a, we have a, a team uh, of uh, more than 550 VAs. Uh, that we uh, recruit and train and and work uh, uh, and and connect to sellers and and we always have to think how they could help the sellers not to be their own bottlenecks uh, and and this is how we focus our training we focus the training and this is uh, how we started to work with you when we talked it was immediately okay let's see how together 
we can help the sellers you know to get better results but not doing things them by themselves because if they if they keep doing this by themselves then they would get nowhere because in the same time they could be doing other things so the idea was always to think how you could not focus on on the things that you know repeat themselves day after day and do not require your uh, you know your special attention and 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 focus really on on making the decisions and 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 move forward couldn't agree more. Any hacks, Brandon, that you've seen others use or that, that you use to, to remember that, you know, when am I the wrong person to be doing this? I mean, the, the simplest one I have is just have a sticky note on your on your on your laptop or on your on your wall somewhere. It's like, what can what can I how do I make this the last time I have to do this? Was one of the mantras I live by for a little bit. Like, how do I I don't I don't need to be the one that does this again. Like, how do I make it the last time I do this? And I basically you document it as you go through it and then hand it off to somebody else uh, make the uh, videos are great at that so it's, it's very easy to make like uh, video screen shares nowadays yeah uh, a lot of that you can spend oh, a two three a minute video it does a ton yeah so so we use loom um a lot here at uh at Selly labs and it's just a software that lets you literally record if you've not seen this yet hopefully it's a hack it, it, it's 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 something that's becoming more and more common but like screen sharing in a meeting, you can actually share your screen, but instead of being in a meeting, you're recording your voice. And so you're describing what's happening on the screen step by step. This is what I need you to do. This is the problem I'm having. And this is what I want you to do differently. Very, very powerful hack to get something off your plate um, and, and pick that apart. I wanted to mention a book. There's a book called Buy Back Your Time. Um, and in this book, Buy Back Your Time, which is honestly, I mean, amazing book. Um, he describes 80% good, meaning like if somebody does it, 80% as good as you. So think like they out of 100 things, they missed 20 of them. 80% good is 100% freaking awesome. <laughs> That's what he says, because it's not you who's having to actually do that work. So so it's it's really important to remember that like it's okay to settle sometimes for 80%. Because does 80% actually solve it for the business? And what are the things can you put in place to make sure the business has what it needs, even though it's 80% as good as what you would have done? Yeah, and a lot of times you follow that 80% with some sort of quality check too. That's a feedback mechanism, especially when somebody's new at it. If they get 80% good and you have some feedback on there, it gets up to 90% and then 95% good. And it's easy to get very good enough at that point. Yeah, and, and by the way, you mentioned that, uh, you know, that you can record your uh, screen and, and then people should use it you know for the sops but remember that it should not be you doing the sops that's that that's the entire idea of having a, a va the, the the best way to do it is to like you said to go over a procedure and and record it while you explain how to do it or why you do it together with the va and then uh after that the va will watch the video and will create the sop for you for you is you get you win-win because you get the sop so now you start to have already procedures that other vas could uh, follow after. Uh, and also, it's a great way for you to see that the VA fully understood everything uh, you mentioned. Otherwise, what would a lot of time happen is that the VA would say to you, yes, 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 yes. And then they would be maybe a bit more intimidated to say, wait a minute, stop. I, I did not understand this because they would feel like, okay, maybe I should uh, uh, not say that I didn't understand. What, what would he think of me if I, if I stop and ask questions and so on? You have to really understand that it's a different mentality. And the best way to overcome these uh, problems of mentalities is to record it, to have the VA create a SOPs, and then you really go together and see that everything is do done the way it should. It, so, so 
Um, I have to throw an AI hack out there just because it's such a hot topic right right now. Mm-hmm. If you've recorded uh, an SOP recently, like you've gone in and maybe even this, so so this Zoom recording, we're, we're recording this podcast on Zoom. Um, if you upload that to YouTube or you upload that to Loom or you upload that to most any, uh, you know, software where you're looking at it, or you just look at like assembly.io, that's a, an API tool that actually transcribes um, videos and everything. If you take that transcription and you literally raw copy paste that into ChatGPT4 and say, write me an SOP based upon this transcript, it is amazing how good that transcript gets and how fantastic that is as a starting place for your VA when they go in, they, they can use that as the bones and then put in the screenshots and, you know, put it all up there and it's super referenceable. Amazing, amazing, amazing in terms of um, how much faster, like, like a, the blog post for this article, like if you're reading the blog post right now um, and, and you're wondering like how it was generated, it was generated with AI. Like there, there are definitely pieces of it that are going to be, that, that's just how, how the world's going right now in terms of content generation and some amazing stuff that's out there. That's not to say that you don't need good content writers who look at stuff and do that quality check, but another place you can delegate. Yeah. I was going to say with the video too, it, it does, like you said, sir, like you might be able to explain it once to somebody uh, and then that VA might watch that video five or 10 times or 20 times trying to get the, trying to get the, the uh, SOP down. Right. So and then I've, I've had a lot of times where you make a video like that and then you actually, I actually, I, I, I tend to speak quickly and use the wrong words sometimes. And so sometimes you're like, I've, like, I watch this a whole bunch of times. I think you meant to say this here instead of that. And, uh, you know, most of the time they're right. They, they've watched enough times, they got the context and I said the wrong thing and they're able to point that out. All right. Final hack or final tip, any, any, you know, on the topic of VAs or data, what's the, what's one, one thing, one final tip or trick uh, that you would like to leave with uh, the the individuals listening. And um, the last question I'd also want you to answer right after that is, how can they get in touch if if they'd like to? So, so Galad, what, what would be your final tip, trick, or hack uh, that you'd like to share with uh, the, the listeners? So I think once, obviously, once you understood that VAs and hopefully for the good of your business, you, you understood that the VA is something that could help you run your business and, and grow faster. Then the tip is, is to have patience on that because a lot of people think like, okay, I'm hiring a VA now on day one, the VA will do everything for me. And then it's, it's done. I'm out of the picture. And once that is not done the way they expect them to, because they're, they're used to do things by themselves. So if the VA would do things, the 80%, and then they would a lot of times they would not have the patience and they would say, oh, you know what, I'll do it myself. And then you fall back into where you were before and 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 you should have patience. You should understand that this is a process, but the idea would be to grow your business to the next level. And, and you should invest in the seeds in the beginning, working with your VA and, and creating that structure in which after that the VA will will grow and, and take it from there. So it's, it doesn't happen over day, but once you understand that you need to have this patience and you're working with your VA. And obviously if you get a good VA that was already filtered and trained and all, it will save you a lot of time, but you still need to have this understanding that this, you're building something for the, for the long run. And, 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 uh, and you should, you know, uh, put the time into making that, that happen. Um, yeah, that's my tip. Uh, the, the thing that comes to mind is something I've just been in the middle of for a couple of months. And one of the, one of those things is I had a mental model of how stuff worked. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about some Amazon financial data we're downloading and I understood it and it made sense to me, 
But I tried explaining it to 10 or 15 or 20 other people and nobody ever got it. And so I had to listen to that feedback and say, like, it might make sense to me, but I got to put that in, in a different mental model that other people can understand. And so sometimes if you find that you're trying to explain something to somebody and they don't get it and they don't get it and they don't get it, or multiple people don't quite understand, what you're, it's just not catching on like you had, you don't, you have to ask them for feedback, dig into really what that is. And, and you'll, you'll find that actually, once you slow down and take the feedback in and figure out how to like make it better, then everything speeds up after that. So now with something that you were struggling with and was kind of a challenge becomes a strength and a, and a, something you're really good at. So um, that's, that goes back with, the, with your, what you were said about patience is listen to the feedback. And if something's not working, uh, try to take a step back again, sort of be that business owner is the one that's trying to build these processes and stuff and figure out what's going wrong with sometimes something you're trying to explain or doing isn't quite right. And I think if you can back it, back that up a little bit and, and ingest that and figure out the right way to do it or a simpler way to do it, um, it'll make it so you can accelerate faster when you come out of that. All right. So, uh, Brandon, uh, Galad, if an individual wanted to get in touch with you, had a question, what would be the best way to get in touch? So uh, for us, uh, I mean, it's uh, uh, going to uh, vaphilippines.com uh, or just writing an email to a service at vaphilippines.com and uh, we'll be happy to schedule a call, talk, understand your needs, exactly where you're stuck and how we can help you with uh, with a trained VA. Brandon, what's the best way cool. to to reach out to the Seller Labs team or or to you if they have a question? Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in any of the automation stuff that Seller Labs has built, the Seller Labs Data Hub stuff, you can go to sellerlabs.com. Uh, the Data Hub link is on our page that describes that. We've got a link to all the data that we collect in there and everything. So it's a great resource. If you just, there's a contact form there, you can get in touch with our sales team and our, our support team and ask anything about that. So if you're interested in the product, certainly go there. If you're interested in me directly, I just say email me, Brandon at sellerlabs.com or on LinkedIn, I'm active pretty there, there pretty often. So find me cool. on either one of those. Well, appreciate everybody's time. Um, same here, I'm on LinkedIn and uh, will at sellerlabs.com. So uh, looking forward to another episode and uh, for today, over and out. Thanks everybody. Thank you very much for having me. Bye-bye guys.